Hey friends, this is Sudabi bringing you episode 30 of Mom Strength. In this episode, I go over seven different reasons for your core weakness. If you have trouble connecting to your core, especially since you've had kids, especially if you have been doing core exercises, but you're feeling like you're not getting stronger, you need direction, listen to this episode and see which of the seven reasons or maybe multiple reasons apply to you. But before we get started... Welcome to Mom Strength, a podcast and movement to empower, educate, and showcase mom strength inside and out. I'm your host, Surabi Veach, physiotherapist and fitness coach, also known as the Passionate Physio. Join me for discussions on movement, mindset, and motherhood, where we raise the bar and challenge the status quo. Get ready for expert interviews and real, honest conversations where we explore physical, mental, and emotional health. Let's celebrate the beautiful diversity and common experiences in all of our journeys. Let's do this. Hey friends, it's Surabi Beach, and we are back with another episode of Mom Strength. So today I'm going to be answering the question, why is my core so weak? Uh, along the same lines with that question is, you know, I'm struggling to feel my core. I'm struggling struggling to connect with my core. I find it difficult to strengthen my core or I'm doing these exercises, but it's not working. Um, if your core just doesn't feel the same after having a baby, all of those questions I'm going to answer with giving you six reasons, six reasons why this could be. Now, this is specifically referring to those of you who are postpartum, but honestly, this could apply to anyone, um, anyone who feels they have core weakness. And let's start with the basics. What am I referring to when I talk about the core? Everyone thinks the core is just your abs. And sure, the abs are a big part of your core, but so is the pelvic floor. So if you picture your abdominal area like a canister, the bottom of the canister is your pelvic floor. The top of the canister is your diaphragm, which is your breathing muscle. And the surrounding part of the canister, the walls, are your abdominals and your deep layer, deepest layer, which is your transversus abdominis, and multifidus muscles, which are muscles deep in your lower back. So you've got this canister effect causing or supporting your spine, supporting your, your body and your trunk. And that is why the key to your core first is your breath. If you are breath holding, if you are not breathing, if you are shallow breathing the entire time during movement, you may find that your core function is affected by that. Okay, so that is reason number one. And did I tell you I was going to give you six reasons? I'm actually going to give you seven. So reason number one is your breath. If you are not breathing properly, and when I say properly, of course, if you're alive, you're breathing, but properly meaning are you using are you allowing your diaphragm to move the way it's intended to is your rib cage super stiff are you in a posture that's not allowing your your breath to be maximized um, if you're breath holding or shallow breathing you are literally starving your muscles of oxygen during movement so imagine you're trying to hold a plank you're going to burn out faster because you're not breathing effectively so step one is to breathe and to continue breathing through your movements um, reason number two that could be uh, that could be contributing to your core weakness um, is that your exercises are too easy. 
So you really can't strengthen if it feels like you're just lifting a feather. So make it harder. It's okay to challenge yourself. If you're not feeling symptoms like pain or vaginal pressure, any pelvic floor pressure, any um, pressure against your abs, um, if you're not feeling any, you know, excessive discomfort or um, feelings of numbness or anything, anything basically weird. We want to be feeling muscle fatigue. We want to feel that muscle burning action, but no pain and no increased pressure or discomfort or leaking uh, into your pelvic floor. So if your exercises are too easy, make it harder. Another reason your core could be too weak is the opposite. Your exercises could be too hard. So that's reason number three. Now, what do I mean by too hard? Some people, you know, I think it comes back to our, it could be ego, it could be we just don't know any different different. So when you are particularly postpartum, um, you know, let's say you're a few weeks postpartum, you may be used to thinking of core exercises like planks or sit-ups or crunches or uh, mountain climbers. But postpartum in the healing phase, those may not be uh, those may be a bit challenging for you. So you, let's say you're trying to, or you're tempting the exercise, you may still be able to do it, but your core may not be doing an adequate job stabilizing or may not be doing the best job stabilizing because it's just still too weak. So if your demands are too high, other muscles will take over. Your hip flexors will work harder. If your glutes, your legs will work harder. And we want to work within our demands of our core, push those demands while not blowing right through it, making it really hard for our core to actually work. So choose exercises that make you work for it, but aren't so difficult that you're flopping around with lack of control, right? Um, So first first of the seven um, reasons is your breath. Are you breathing? Second is your exercises are too easy. Third is your exercises are too hard. Now, the fourth reason is you're doing the same thing over and over again. So repetition is great. I think repetition is really, really important. But when it comes to things like positive affirmations or developing new habits, yeah, absolutely. Repetition is great. But your core is designed to work in all the ways. In the words of Anthony Lowe, physio detective, um, you know, your core is literally designed to work in hashtag all the ways. I hashtag that because he coined that term and I always think of him when I say it. Our core is not just designed to do crunches or planks. It's designed to do multiple movements in multiple planes. It's, it's, it acts as a stabilizer to our trunk and our body during movement of our arms and our legs. So if you're constantly just doing crunches and sit-ups or planks, your core is only going to be strong with those exercises. It's not going to be strong in all the movements. So we have to train in all the ways in in order to feel strong in all the ways. So repetition is great, but we want to maybe vary the way we're doing the exercises, vary the weight, vary the load, vary the intensity, vary the time. There's so many ways to vary an exercise in order to meet make it meet your demands, meet the demands of your body. And also, well, also keeping in mind that we want consistency. So we don't want to just totally do random exercises with no repetition, but we also don't want excessive repetition. Okay, so reason number five is that you're thinking too much about your core. You are overthinking it. Sometimes you need to stop thinking and start moving. So I'll go, one of my favorite examples is if I'm reaching for my cup of coffee, my bottle of water, I'm not thinking, hmm, my hands have to open my 30 degrees, I've got to move forward by 10 inches, you know, my, my wrist flexors and my hand, 
my hands have to work at 20% effort and I have to breathe this way. No, it just happens. I just reach for it and it goes. The same thing is the goal with our core. Our core should just move the way it's intended intended to. So if you are finding you're really struggling with, okay, how do I use my core? How do I do this? Just move and trust that your body is using your core because if it wasn't, you'd fall over, you wouldn't be able to stand upright. So your core is there. Perhaps maybe you need to stop overthinking it. Reason number six, this is one of my favorite reasons, and I think it goes missed so much, especially in my postpartum clients, Um, you know, with all the abdominal stretching that happens during pregnancy and the diastasis recti, which is, again, a common and normal change during pregnancy. It occurs in 100% of pregnancies past 35 weeks, shown in literature. So with all of that stretching, it is very common to have difficulty to feel like it's difficult connecting to your core in those early weeks postpartum. So, you know, if you're like two weeks postpartum, you're not wrong if you're finding that your core feels weaker than you'd like it to. There's That's totally normal. That's totally okay. But if you're constantly having that trouble at three months, nine months, two years, or even five years postpartum, we can't keep blaming it, it on having babies, right? So a big, big issue people, you know, People have postpartum is that core weakness and pelvic floor weakness, but then they go to pelvic health physio and they get given core and pelvic floor exercises. But that's only going to take you so far because you're not lifting your baby with your core, your pelvic floor. You're not running with your core or pelvic floor. You're not climbing a mountain, climbing stairs with your core or pelvic floor. You're using your legs and your arms to lift, carry, bend, and move. And your core is stabilizing you, is supporting you through all these movements. Yes, it's helping you move, but it's not doing the majority of the work with those types of tasks. So if you're ignoring your arms and your legs, your core will feel weaker than it should. Your core turns on to stabilize your trunk in literally every movement that you do. So don't forget about strengthening the rest of your body and just trust that your core is going to be working if the load is high enough. So if I'm bicep curling two pounds, I'm just not going to feel my core working at all in the same way as if I was to curl 15 pounds and I'm really starting to feel that effort happening in my core as it supports my body to keep it upright as I'm doing that curl. And if for you, 15 pounds is easy, then you need to go up even higher to make sure that the the weight is challenging enough for you to actually feel it in your core too. And the last reason, which is actually a really, really huge reason that, again, many of my clients end up missing, many people end up missing is your basic biological needs are not being met. So what does that mean? It means that sleep is one of the most difficult things to come by when you have a new baby nutrition, hydration, social support, mental health all play a role in your recovery too. Stress can contribute to breath holding, muscle muscle tension, pain, and movement patterns that can limit strength gains. Um, All of these things, so sleep, hydration, nutrition, social support, mental health, stress, um, all of those things, your financial, you know, access to services, your community environment or do you feel safe all of those things can restrict your strength gains because not it's not direct it's not like it's literally going to inhibit you some of those things but it can impact your stress levels and when your stress is high cortisol goes up inflammation goes up your movements tend to feel different you tend to feel stiffer or more sore Um, and we know that sleep is so so important in muscle recovery and regeneration so if you are not sleeping well if you are not sleeping enough your muscles won't be able to recover in the same way. Not only are you risking an 
increased risk of injury, you're also just not going to notice the same strength gains. And then one thing I kind of glossed over, because again, nutrition is not my area of expertise. I would highly recommend consulting with a registered dietitian, uh, nutritionist, uh, naturopathic doctor is fantastic with all of this nutrition stuff too. That is so, so key because if you don't have the building blocks in your body to build muscle, to recover, if you're not well hydrated, remember muscles are 70% water. So if you're not hydrating enough, your muscles are not going to be able to function optimally. So get in that protein, get your fats, get your carbs, all of that. Make sure you're eating enough. Make sure you're eating regularly. Drink at least half of your body weight in fluid ounces of water. So if you weigh 200 pounds, you're drinking at least 100 ounces of water every single day. Your aim is to have healthy poops every single day. Um, Smooth banana-like logs, not these hard pellets and, you know, not a soft blob of goo (laughs) you want it to be formed so all of those things make a huge impact on your core strength remember too that if you're constipated you have more junk in your trunk which is taking up real estate in your body putting more pressure onto your pelvic floor putting more pressure into your abdominal space and that can make you feel like your abs are sticking out more make you feel more pressure in your pelvic floor and it's not necessarily an indicator of core weakness it's more of an indication of the fact that you're constipated So seven different reasons that your core may be, why you may be struggling to find your core and connect with it postpartum or in general. Now, all of these things, if you want to work with somebody who can tailor exercises that fit your body, that fit your abilities, I would love to support you. I help people both one-on-one and through my base fitness membership. If you are really struggling with any any symptoms like leaking, diastasis, prolapse, if you are pregnant, if you are early postpartum, I highly recommend booking a one-on-one consult with me. I'll add my booking link in the show notes. And if you are like, you know what, I don't think I need one-on-one support, but I need help with knowing which exercises to do. How can I progress? How can I keep maintaining my strength and progressing it? How can I not do the same five exercises over and over again because I'm getting bored? Well, consider joining my base fitness membership, which is designed specifically for people who are pregnant, postpartum, and well beyond. I give you exercises that meet you where you are. I give you many options so you can continue to push the push the challenge on your core, push the strength, um, and then continue to make gains. And one more bonus thing I will say is make sure you're giving it time. Because if you are not giving it adequate time, if you are thinking, you know what, I should be stronger by now. That could be why, you know, strength takes a long time. So it takes about 12 weeks to start to see muscle hypertrophy, muscle growth. Again, assuming that you're sleeping well, eating well, all of the other stuff as well. Assuming you're training well, right? You know, I think a lot of people think they're strength training when they're not actually. So we want progressive overload. We want the exercises to get harder over time. We don't want to be just doing the same stuff over and over again. It's not like it's detrimental to do the same stuff. It's just you might not see the gains that you're looking to make. And I'm not even just talking about like increasing muscle bulk, but also the strength gains in your confidence to move and your confidence to um lift, carry, and do all of the fitness and sport activities that you want to get back to. So if you have anything, any, if you listening to this episode, you're like, wow, like that is so true. I never thought about that. Or that could be why. Please share, share with me, share your, um, your thoughts, your, 
your feelings. If you need support, you know I got you. I would love to support you. Um, you can find out more about my services at www.thepassionatephysio.ca. I offer virtual services worldwide, and my base fitness membership is amazing for both pregnant, postpartum people, and mamas. Um, if this episode was helpful to you, and if you know a friend who's struggling with their core, share this with them. If you're listening to this on Instagram, take a screenshot, tag me, uh, and let me know what you think. And again, if you're on a private account, just make sure to screenshot it and send me a DM because I won't be able to see your tag directly from your stories. Um, otherwise, thank you so much for listening to this episode. It was so much fun sharing this conversation with you today. And I look forward to our next one. Lots of love. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Mom Strength and being part of this important conversation. Check out the show notes for more info and links and we'll chat again real soon.